Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hey guys, this is Emil Heskey, and you're listening to the guys of Coppin Fractures. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Cop and Fracker, hosted and powered by Touchline Media Group. I'm your host, Fahi, for today. Alongside me, I've got my brothers, Yak and Peter. Yak, how are you doing? I'm all good. Excited. Yeah. For the uh, season. Bro, bro, I'm a bit surprised you've not even got a tan yet. 32 degrees outside, hella sunshine. Where's the tan? It's, it's the lighting. Makes me look a bit pink. Yeah. I'm pink anyway, but you know what I mean? All right. Cool, cool. Make make sure you apply that SPF. Ah, uh, don't wear sun cream. Brother, factor 50. I don't burn. I'm, it's weird, but I never burn. Mad. I, I burn <laughs> like crazy. Scary. And Peter, streets are saying, um, the Rona got you, man. How you feeling? Yeah, man. It finally ducked me down. Finally. I've, I've been ducking and diving. You know what I'm saying? Weaving Two years it. strong. But yeah, just, it got me still. I've, I've been running around like I'm packed two, for too long. Yeah, every day dance and party, innit? So, so yeah, so, but yeah, no, I'm okay though. I'm not too bad, like, apart from just like having like headaches and just like, it felt like a flu, to be honest. It felt like a mad flu. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like nothing too, like, I'm still like working out, students trying to like, you know what I'm saying? So, and I'm, I'm on this pod, so can't be, I can't be too down. So, yeah, man, but yeah, I'm back nice. again. It feels, it, you know, it feels like, it feels like I'm on this show every week. Like, I could start now calling this show 
my show. You know, nah, what I'm bro, bro. To be honest, <laughs> you're, you're, you are the regular. Like, yeah, I'm you're saying the regular. Like, you, you got a man know. like Ellis that doesn't show up at the I was gonna say, anymore. just give me this. Just give me this. You know, what I'm saying, give me this little segment. You know, there's a couple of old heads on the pod that they don't really jump on the pod too much, but they still think they're 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 the top guys. They still think they're no, like they're part time now. Like this is this is my shit now. <laughs> like, you guys, you're not around no more. You know what I'm saying? Bro, you laid the, bro, you laid the I can't, I can't dispute it. I can't yeah, man, they laid the groundwork, you know what I'm saying? They, they got us to where we are, but now... Ellis is a founding father, in it? Founding father, but his time has gone. It's time to move it on now, you know what I'm saying? We'll give you a couple of appearances here and there, you know what I'm saying, once a month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice to see you, but hey, you know what I'm saying? It's the new guard now. You, you know, like you know, like back in the days, in like the Northeast Premier League, where um, you had the old guard that really didn't get to start anymore, but like the manager would put them on for like 10, 15 minutes to get enough appearances for that Premier League medal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ellis right now. I'm saying, I remember when he used to be on like every week, and then as soon as you know what I'm saying, I, I jumped on, his appearance started fading out, and you know what I'm saying? He's a good man, though. Good man, good man. Yeah, I, good I, man. I mean, the streets <laughs> are saying it's something to do with um, the knowledge of football, and he, he feels as if he can't uh, match up to your skills, skill set. So, <laughs> hey, I, I didn't say it, I didn't say it, but anyway. Hey. Um, and, and then on the other hand, you've got people like Chris that just doesn't bother to show up anymore. I mean, this, <laughs> this guy. Yeah, but honestly, I, I I don't know what to do anymore. Like this guy's supposed to be the host. He's just no. Like, Chris has so much leeway that no one wants to speak about it. But you might have to start speaking about it. <laughs> bro, bro, there's downing tools for like a week, and then there's downing tools for like two months. I feel I feel like he's he's working on something. He's gonna come back with some mad bit of info. He's bro. been spending the weeks getting them feelers out. I think that's what he's actually doing. I think he's too busy out there discussing with like a bunch of in the nose and I heard, I heard he's trying to force move to 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 T T A T A W but I we're gonna listen tomorrow. At least we'll be hosting on there. Like yeah. Boy, but imagine you just see him on there. Uh, I mean it's just interesting. It's interesting. Pre preseason is here. And yeah, the, the the usual guys, the, the old guard aren't nowhere to be seen. Mush hasn't been seen on a pod since like March. Um, interesting. That's what I'm gonna say. Um, but yeah, swiftly moving on. Uh, before we get to the pod today, let's quickly shout out the Patreon. We have had a few brand new subscribers in the past week, so thank you for joining, guys. Your support is appreciated. Um, there's a lot of content on there. There's a lot of evergreen content on there. Stuff that isn't really time sensitive. Um, check it out. Lots of shits and giggles um, on there. Load of stupid stuff um, I've podded about with Mark, Harold, Krish, Ellis back in the day, Mike, Peter. Um, Yak's done a few. Anik. Oh, God, so many gems with Anik. And there's so much there. So, so have a listen. And there's obviously brand new content coming very, very soon as well. There's also the transfer game. There were like four episodes recorded and they were recorded recently. So have a listen if you haven't already. If you haven't signed up, it's patreon.com forward slash cop and fracker. Um, yeah, and, and super appreciated any support that we do get. Um, other than that, let's get on to it. So before we discuss uh, the preseason game today that happened against Man United, um, a certain right back has left the club. It isn't Trent Alexander-Arnold. It is his um, number two. Nico Williams has left for £17 million to Nottingham Forest. Um, I was a fan of him, to be honest. I, I could see the potential. Yeah. I mean, he's a bit on the small side. Obviously, as as, pause, as time goes on, he, he was going to kind of grow in, in, into what he needs to be for, for, to be a good right back. But he seemed quite competent. Um, he had a good little cross on him. 
Um, and I liked his confidence as well. Uh, Yak, what do you make of the move? The, the fee's good. I think that's what settles it for me. Because, yeah, I, I quite like Nico. Very intrigued by the guy we're getting in now, Calvin Ramsey, to, to fill that spot of being the understudy. Obviously, a few quite a few years younger than Nico now. But I'm a big, big supporter of Wales. So I'm glad Nico's going to get a season of Premier League under his belt before the World Cup. And 17 million for a guy that's probably never going to get the opportunity to be our right back. It's not bad. It's one of them. It's a bit like Tacky. Don't want to see him go. Likeable player. Solid in the cup runs. Probably only going to get better, but never going to be good enough. So you're getting just under 20 million for that sort of guy. Sweet as. Yeah. And a big complaint. Um, I don't think you were in the copying group back then. A big complaint someone like Julian had was our academy doesn't make enough stars or we don't make enough profit from the talent that's there. And slowly but surely, again, you're getting a 17 mil for Nico Williams, man. That's that's a great, great deal. Um, someone who's only made, what, 12 appearances for the club? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy. It, when you kind of put it into that perspective, it's mad that you've got 17, we've got 17 million for him. Uh, Peter, what do you think? Yeah, I was just on me, but yeah, I was. How do we keep getting away with this? It's crazy. <laughs> how do we keep getting? Because just looking from like an opposition fan, like let just seventeen, eighteen million for for Minamino, like that is that's a lot of money for someone who's made like like you said under twenty appearances in the Premier League, like that's that's a whole lot of money. So yeah, that that's a great deal for us. Um, and do you know what it is? We've sold him at the perfect time. Like there will never be as much interest in him now ever in his career unless he obviously don't get like hope maybe he goes on to become like a mad player I don't know but now I don't see there being as much interest in him as there ever will be so we've sold him at the right time he's come off of a great loan at Fulham you know what I'm saying so um he really impressed while he was there had a couple you know what I'm saying he scored a mad goal like he, hit, he had a couple good highlights so he, his reputation is like is quite high at the moment so sold him at the right time and he's gone to a good team he's gone to Steve Cooper as well um, we also, obviously, we know Steve Cooper well. He's had Bruce on loan. He had a couple of our players, like Yan Danda. Um, so, yeah, so, yeah, wow. good for him. Um, I'm not, I don't know. I'm not the biggest fan of Nico Williams. I think he's just decent. He's a good little Premier League player. Um, he's good attacking-wise. I don't think he's great going back. Um, but, yeah, he's just, he's all right. You know what I'm saying? Good for him. Good loan, good um, loan, good, um, what's it called? Good um, move for him. So, yeah. Yeah, well, one thing I'd say is definitely put him in your FPL team if you don't um, have him already mm-hmm. planned out. I think he's going to be a bargain buy. Yeah, and I, I can actually see him getting quite a few assists, to be honest. Yeah. Um, especially with the forward line Forest have. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just it's just funny that we got 17 mil for a guy that's actually played for Wales more than he's played for us. <laughs> it's, it's, you can it's, say the same for Wilson as well. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. a big fan of Harry Wilson. I know a lot of like people in football are... But for someone that doesn't play a lot, we still got a good fee for them. You think even back to like Brad Smith, Jordan Ibe, I, I do. The Brad I, Smith one, I don't understand how. We I don't understand that off. either. That was a crazy fee. I, I feel like that's one of them. Left foot I, I can see. Well, yeah, yeah, left footed and quick. Yeah, um, but yeah, I sort of see that. Like with Peter saying about this being the perfect time to sell Nico, I feel like because. Would any other team, Steve Cooper will pay 17 mil for him because Steve Cooper knows him. Um, and maybe there was someone at Bournemouth that had coached Brad Smith and thought, now nah, I, f- I think I can get a player out of this guy because that's the only explanation I've got. You know what it is? It's that it's, so when you're good, 
teams will take your players because it's like, okay, he comes to Liverpool, he must be good. You know what good I'm saying? Stock. Good Whereas stock, like, yeah. Now, if you buy a youth player from United, you buy a youth player from, I don't know, like Tottenham, you're like, mm, I'm not too sure, might be a hit, might be a miss. Now, because we're good and like, you know what I'm saying, we're at the top of the table constantly, teams are want to buy our players because like, they're kind of proven winners or, you know what I'm saying, they've been under Jurgen Klopp, so they must be good. They must be good trainers. They must have a certain style of playing. So it just comes along with being a good team, being an elite team. You get to sell your your squad, your squaddies. You get to sell your, your kind of average players for, for good fees. You know what I'm saying? So that's what comes along with it. Yeah, I always, always wonder if when we do these negotiations, do we sort of send someone from more of the analytics side to sort of persuade the other team and sort of say, mm-hmm. look, this, this is where we've played him in these positions. I reckon if he played with this guy, it'd link up and we sort of sell the dream that way. Because yeah. I, f- I think we're getting really consistent. We're getting good fees. Genie is like the only one off the top of my head where I didn't look at the fee and go, that's a- at least fair. And yeah, for sure. And if you look, get mugged off. If you look at Premier League right backs as well, I, I don't think he's out of place. Like when I look at like, I don't know, the lower types of like, I don't know, uh, Kyle Walker Peters, um, who else? Matty Cash. I don't yeah. think Nico Williams is, is a million miles away from them lot. You know what I'm saying? He's probably better going forward than a couple of them. So Wales yeah. are a good team and he's usually one of their better players when they play. So that's yeah. that's a big sign, isn't it? Yeah, true. Um, it's, it's going to be interesting to see him um, playing week in, week out in the Premier League. I hope he does well. Like I said, nice. Uh, seemed like a good kid. Um, he was a bit unfortunate with some of the situations at LFC. Obviously, he... He had a few issues with the fans and like he, he struggled with online abuse and all that stuff. So I'm glad he's kind of moved on under a good coach. And um, yeah, wish him the best, man. Wish him the best. So let's discuss um, today. So today there was a match at 2 p.m. UK time in Thailand versus Man United. Uh, pre-season, first game of the season for us. We've obviously been training for a week. United have been training for two weeks. Was this United's first game as well? I think so. Yeah, think it's all right. So. United's first game, but they, they've they've been training up for two weeks. Um, we've both been training for a week. Um, I didn't get to watch the game, so I'm not going to lie. Um, I know, Yak, you obviously did. So, Yak, talk to me about what you saw. Um, lineup seemed quite interesting. Um, seemed to be a lot of players playing in that game. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, think, I think we've got a squad of including Ramsey and Kelleher, who are both injured. I think it's 38. So there was yeah. 36 available players. I know like three or four of them are keepers, but still that's three 11s and, and Van de, Vandenberg and I can't remember who else didn't even play. Mm. Um, but yeah, obviously the younger teams struggled a little bit more, probably still had the better of the game. I think in each of the 30 minutes, we were probably on top for in general play anyway obviously not on the goals um but you could see the difference when that final sort of first team plus tom hill come out the the suffocation was unreal um but yeah i think considering the first couple of 30s were playing against man united's best team arguably debatably it probably is to me at the moment um i think they um individual as a team we didn't play that well because we conceded stupid goals um and if we played like that in the league then I think we'd all have a right to be absolutely fuming but I think individually there was a couple of good performances like in that first thirty um Diaz and Carvalho I thought were looked sharp Carvalho playing in the eight 
which I thought was quite interesting. So did, so did we set up as a 4-3-3? So if the listeners don't yep. know, see the starting lineup was Alisson in goal, Mabaya, Phillips, Gomez and Chambers. Then you had Hendo, Morton, Elliot, and then Carvalho, Diaz, Firmino. So yeah, Elliot played right wing and Carvalho played uh right centre mid, I think. Oh, so it was a four three three. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was I was interested to see that Elliot was pushed forward. Yeah. Um and Carvalho was sort of making runs from midfield, but we were playing sort of like dinks over the top. And every single time it was sort of Carvalho that was furthest forward, which I think mm-hmm. was quite interesting. Um, so they're kind of interchanging, right? Yeah, yeah. And I sort of assumed he played Elliot there because it's a pre-season. When he plays right centre mid, there's sort of the same areas he's going to be attacking in because of playing with Mo and Trent. Um, but yeah, I thought Carvalho's sort of like third man runs and things that were unbelievable for... Your first sort of pre-season start at 19, um, his sort of um, timing of the runs and awareness of space, I was I was really impressed with, actually. Nice, nice. All right, so first 30 minutes, we conceded one goal. That was Jaden Sancho scoring. Yep. Yeah. Okay, cool. So then um, for, the, for the next 30 minutes, who came on? Uh, the second... Reese Williams. Yep. Matthew. Oh, don't. So, so Reese Williams, I know, was involved in a in a goal straight away. Within the first ten seconds, yeah, bad touch. <laughs> Who else? Who else came on? Chamberlain. Um, yep. Jones. Bobby Clark. Henderson, Henderson was in the first. Henderson was already on the pitch. Yeah. Um, just a bunch of Frauendorf. Hey, a, a bunch of men that I never make it to the first team. I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm so. Uh, I'm so I, I, all right. I'm so, so then, Peter, so the, so the second bunch of. Um, Players, how how do they look to you? Were there any stand up performances? Um, anything that you could see that you were like, oh, you know what, this seems all right. And they they seem like they. Oh, they... Milner was in that batch as well. Milner looked like one of the better players. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. Ball, I actually like they were one of the guys that I could actually trust. But yeah, like I love these guys that play these this game. I because I, I think we have to obviously we have to put into context because these guys they only got thirty minutes to play. So you yeah. basically had three different lineups. So every 30 minutes, it was like, you know, like a trial game. <laughs> That's what yeah. it was like. It was like a trial game. Like you go on trial for your local club. So um, every 30 minutes, we had a different lineup apart from the goalkeepers. The goalkeepers were the only ones that didn't change apart from Adrian and Allison. Mm-hmm. So, um, and obviously my United had the strongest lineup. Shameless, absolutely shameless. But yeah, no, hey, oh, hey, no. hey. Shameless, so shameless. But so I, I don't think they, they didn't make a sub in the first half. They had the no. whole strongest lineup, yeah. So, um, yeah. It looked really like messy. People didn't know where like they were kind of playing. Um, Reese Williams, he didn't look good. Like I think nah. you, you see how Mourinho does that thing where he says his biggest achievement was um to get Man United to second. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I winning those two trophies. Club's greatest achievement is finishing the top four with Reese Williams and the well, third. He finished yeah, third. Finish yeah, I know it, 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 I always so, forget. I always well, forget. Watching them, like, and I don't think Phillips is that bad, to be honest, but obviously he just had a bad game today. But, yeah, like, did, someone yeah. like Chris Stewart Liams, I just don't know how he would ever make it to the Liverpool first team because yeah. his attributes just are not suited for us at all. He's not particularly quick. He's not very strong. Um, I guess he's got a good... Um, he's, he's tall. Um, that's a good thing about him. But apart from that, I just don't think he suits the way we play at all. And obviously, a lot of these players as well, a lot of these players that I'll see him, they're not even like people that play for our under 23s. They're people that play for our under 18s. So and I feel like with our under 23s, the transition from playing under 23s to the first team isn't as high because they kind of play the same style. 
Um, they all, they play in a four three three as well, so that they can come up to the first team, and it's more of an easier transition. But under 18s they they're kind of left to their own devices, and they don't really um, also they don't really copy the style of Liverpool in the first team plays because it's more about just playing and fun and like just growing up. You know what I'm saying? So throwing in, especially like the, the right back and left back, I think my and Chambers. These are guys that I've never seen before, and they bless them. They're like 17, 18 years old, trying to play against Rashford, Sancho, Martial, and Bruno Fernandez. So yeah, it just looked like a mess. Um, yeah, Miller looked decent. Um, Curtis Jones had some nice touches. There was one move that he done, so I feel like it was a counter. And then like his final decision, just like I was like, oh, oh Curtis, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So oh, like, exactly and it's a typical mean. thing. So like, he drives the ball. I think goes past the player. And I think he's got like Shimkasi's left or Santi's left, who's in acres of space. But he tries to um, just kind of do it all himself. And I think Lindelof kind of closes it. And then he basically kind of takes a shot of his left foot, but Lindelof just gets a block in it and just rolls back to the goalkeeper. And mm-hmm. it was like a three on two kind of counter attack. It was just like, oh, Curtis, man. Yeah, like, they're, cool. they're the moments that you Yeah, those what, are the moments want. that, yeah. yeah, that you just need to just kind of work on. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, um, it wasn't really looking good. Obviously, May United just looked like a team that had played together. And they knew each other, whilst our team just looked like a complete mismatch of players that didn't really play with each other and didn't really know each other. Yeah, I'm, I mean, that that's to be expected when you're yeah. changing the team every 30 minutes, right? So quickly, before I move on to the um, third bunch of 11s that came on, um, Reese Williams. What do you do with Reese Williams this season? Because obviously last season, he came back early from his loan, from what I remember, because he wasn't yeah, yeah. being used. Nope. Uh, so um, yeah, so what do you do with him this season? I, I feel like he needs to go down to League One rather than the Championship. Yay! Um, and so, no, but just just so he can sort of have a good, get a good season under his belt because like he hasn't really had a season that hasn't sort of gone wrong at parts. Like, do you, think, even, do you think he knows who he is? Like, not like that, but do you think he knows what type of player he is? Like, uh, yeah, is he like uh, a hard hitting defender? Is he like a sweeper? Is he, I don't, because you might be right. Yeah, he might, might need to go down just to find out who he is. Yeah, uh, that's that's exactly how I feel when you watch him. He sort of he seems unsure about everything, and he, it's 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 hard to describe. But like when he's on the ball, oh, sometimes. Okay. He looks like he's going to be really calm on the ball and he just sort of hesitates and thinks, oh, no, I'm not supposed to do this. And I think yeah, but is, that not, is that not on us, though, to, to kind of coach him a bit and kind of give him a profile of player to become? And I, 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 I don't know. It's, to me, sometimes, again, I'm not moaning about it. But it's just like it feels like he's being a bit mismanaged. Yeah, no, I do see. I definitely agree with you on that. I yeah. think he's, um, yeah. It's you should because he's not that young either. The no. same as Phillips. Do you sort of think uh, Phillips obviously has got his identity, and you you can imagine yeah. where he can play and things like that. But yeah, you think though, Reese Williams' only full season was League Two, I think, or National yeah. League with Kidderminster. National yeah. League, yeah, yeah, National League. So like he, uh, yeah, I, I I definitely feel like he needs a season l- low enough that he's gonna play all the time but high enough that if he does well, a championship team might go, do you know what? I'll give you three million. I don't, I don't think League One is going to suit him, man. I think it's too physical. That's that's the that's the issue, is it? Maybe, maybe a, a Serie B, something like that. Like, I know it's a bit extravagant. No, but you're I right. Bet, yeah, like like a Serie B, just... a Bundesliga type team where it's not too physical. You can kind of play like, play football. I don't know. Like, he, I think with him, do you think we're just... It feels like we're just stringing him along all the time. Yeah, yeah it's like yeah. we're not like honest with him. Like you, you just see him. He's always like in the training videos. He's always traveling with the team. He's always like there and thereabouts. And it's like 
yeah, okay, you got like you done very well in terms of getting our Champions League, and like we're grateful for that. But now it's time to kind of you to find your identity, like Yak said, yeah. you need to find yeah. your kind of you know what I'm saying, positional, like how you play, what's what you're good at, what you what you like, what you weak at. So we need to kind of just throw them in a deep end somewhere and just like, yeah, there you go. The, you know the thing is as well, is is I feel like he's caught in that limbo where he's not the best older young defender. Phillips is mm. he's not the best out of like the younger lot because we've still got like Billy Cometio, Kwanzaa, mm. who are all quite highly rated. And so he's sort of in that limbo where the under 23s coach is sort of thinking, well, I'm not going to play him in front of him because this guy could actually play for us one day. Mm. And it's sort of where we don't have like a reserves, it's kind of those sorts of players what? get left I, behind. I, I, a I bit. I don't want to single them out because there's a couple of people like that, I think, that are kind of like on that kind of verges of like the kind of first team on the 23s and they're not kind of sure. Like, like Clarkson is another one. I think yeah. you might be unsure whether, okay, Clarkson, am I going to play as the six? But maybe am I too small to play as the six? So am I going to play as the eight? But he doesn't play as the eight as well. So, and I think he had a decent long black man. I'm not too sure. Yeah, did he? What was he when, when he played, he played well, but it was but Blackburn weren't really in the place to play young players. Okay. So it was, one again, one of them where it's just an awkward situation. But Tony Mowbray was still speaking really highly of him when he came back, so. Mm. So, and obviously, and obviously Morton as well. Morton, obviously, he's not a six, but we kept playing him as a six last season in in deputy of Fabinho, which was, that was, it was, that was a baptism by fire, but... Um, yeah, really I thought he was all right today. Yeah, Klopp speaks highly of him, and apparently he's been doing well in training. But yeah, I think there's a couple of them that are kind of like in limbo, I'm not really sure how they'll kind of fit into this local first team. And we have such defined roles and it's like, am I a six or am I eight? Or, you know what I'm saying? Am I a right back? Am I? So, yeah, I think we, there's a couple of them. They're, they're just in limbo at the moment. So, yeah, it's not, they're not just Reese Williams, but yeah. I, I think what? In the championship, you have 24 teams, right? 24, is it 22? Whatever 24. it is. 24. Surely there's got to be someone in the championship that could deal with him for a season. Yeah, maybe at, at, at least one of the promoted sides. Surely. But... I just find it hard to believe. And I get like we were trying to get him the right loan move previously, like a club that kind of will play him every week, plays positive football. I completely understand that. But it's getting to a point now where he's stagnating so much. He's actually regressing. Yeah. And, and, until you just get him playing on the pitch, he, he's, he's going to be a complete waste you're going to completely ruin any talent that he has. Yeah, I think on that as well, it's weird that we've found such sort of creep, cre- I don't want to say creative, I sound like a neek saying it, but like creative loans for like Owen Beck going to the Portuguese yeah. league, um, Billy Cometio going to the um, Austrian league for Vienna, a good yeah. team. I think yeah, they're, yeah. they're playing in Europe next season. So, and I think if they wanted to, obviously... Phillips is, we're trying not to loan Phillips out because we want to get money for him. I feel like Williams might be in that spot because I feel like we probably could have found him alone by now. Yeah, I'm not I, I a think, big fan you know of what? Him I also we've, think we've got Williams, the ability. Yeah, I think with Williams as well, you can actually get him into the German league or even the Dutch league. I think both yeah, leagues would suit yeah. him. Um, I, I, I genuinely think he's got the ability to play in both leagues, to be honest. Yeah. And he can probably adapt better to the Dutch league. I feel as if, and even just the lifestyle, um, I, I feel like it probably would be easier for him. But it's going to be interesting to see what we do because he's definitely not going to stay in the squad shortly. He, he can't. Um, he needs to go somewhere. So it's going to be really interesting to see what happens there. Um, all right. So final third, we finally get to see Darwin Nunez. Um, streets are calling him um, Darwin Noodles. 
which hurt my heart a bit. I saw that, and I was like, rah, they got him. I saw pictures of him in Timberland boots. I was like, rah, they're giving him the Lukaku treatment from a 30-minute cameo in the first game of preseason. Starving, they are man. starving. Starving. They're starving. They're starving, but it's all right. Central C. They call him Central C. Do you remember last year when, I can't remember who it was against, but when Van Dijk came on, his first appearance, they scored yeah. against him. And they clipped it up and said, Van Dijk's finished. He's first yeah, appearance yeah. back from an AC. I, I was like, oh my God. I look at Van Dijk, Van Dijk now, team of the yeah. season. Yeah, you know I'm saying, had one of, the, one of the better seasons. Clean sheet. He had the most clean sheets in the league. So, yeah, you just got to pay no attention to it. Agendas were agendas. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They're just starving. So, I think it comes to the price tag, you know what I'm saying? Buying someone for that much money, um, any little thing they can get, 30 minutes in bloody Bangkok. <laughs> 30 minutes well. in Bangkok man are clipping it up and telling us that he's a flop oh my um, the thing I've noticed as well people we sort of managed to get everyone to, to fall back from it but now that that clip's come about I keep seeing 100 mil everywhere again and it's like bro, <laughs> who told it. you it that, was that number mil? is back that number who is told back. you because it's like it's not that I just yeah I don't back. get it, it. Yeah, so, so talk to me talk to me Darwin Nunez <laughs> what did you see in the first 30 um, oh, in his first 30 minutes in Liverpool shirt. I got to tune in from the 70th minute, so I got to see the majority of his time on the pitch. Um, I personally saw him make quite a few good, very good runs, mm-hmm. and there were a few where he wasn't actually holding his run at all, and the leading defender was right in front of him, so I don't really understand what he was doing. But in general, he seemed positive. He seemed to try to get into um, the backs of defenders and trying to get into space. Obviously, he, he missed that shot from like seven yards out. Um, he had a great shot from the right-hand side of the box, um, which was saved by the keeper. Uh, Yak, what were your thoughts? I thought um, it reminded me of myself, <laughs> to be honest. He comes on for 10 minutes, absolutely fine, knows exactly where he needs to be. Everything's coming off, making really good runs. And then he's fighting his fitness and his injuries. And like you say, those sort of runs where he didn't hold them or he's sort of going the wrong direction, I feel like he was he was battling his his health at that point and he wasn't sort of wasn't in optimal headspace if you know what I mean when it's I mean it looks like it was sticky there like it's raining and then it looks really hot and if you're sort of playing with it's funny because footballers should be able to deal with it but if you're playing with blisters you, you're not really fit yet you've only been there I think Nunes, Allison, Verge, all them guys They've only even been training for a couple of days, for a few days, sorry. They haven't even been there the whole week. Um, so I think you, the first 10, 15 minutes, you saw what we're going to see over the next few friendlies. Um, but after that, I think, yeah, the legs kicked in pretty quickly. Oh, sorry, uh, Nunes' first training session was yesterday, right? Was he? Yeah, well, yeah it was yesterday. It was yeah, yesterday. him and Tiago. So, yeah, just yeah, to yeah. say, it was, his first training session was actually yesterday, so along with a few of them. You, you think uh, if he wasn't battling his fitness, I think it would have been a good 30-minute cameo. But in reality, it's uh, I saw a couple of positive things. Considering this is his first game, he looked comfortable in the system. I think the midfielders uh, were aware of him. It wasn't that sort of thing where they got the ball and thought, like, is he a striker that mm. fun to see a striker that comes to? Like that. It was, you could tell that they sort of understood his game. Behind, yeah. Yeah, um, so yeah, some positives, but not a good cameo. I don't know if I could call it a good cameo. All right, Peter, thoughts? What is it, like, like a pre-run come-my-way cameo, yeah? 
But a lot of it. Like he's looking like he's doing a lot, but really he's just doing no, nah, <laughs> do you know what? He's active, isn't it? He's a pest. That 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 that's for sure. He's definitely active and he probably got the most chances in the whole game out of anyone. And he obviously made the most runs, was the most active, but yeah, obviously those chances you obviously want them to be taken at like the one where he skies it, he's leaning back. He's leaning back so much. That's why he skies it. But yeah, I see enough for, from him to say that like He's definitely like a positive, like Yak said, in terms of his movement, his runs. Um, he will be offside a lot. That's, that's for sure. Because even in the game against us, he was offside a lot. But at least he's making those runs. At least he's trying to at least be active in the box. So, yeah, I think I, think, I, think I saw enough from him. Um, obviously, it's no surprise that when, our, when our, our first thing came on, we looked a lot better. You started seeing link up from Trent and Stella. Um, you started seeing Cater getting the ball, Van Dijk getting the ball, and we started controlling the tempo. So, um, yeah, like... And like, like Yak said, I was actually surprised as well. Like, Robertson and Trent were fine with him this early. You know what I'm saying? This is the, probably the first game they've ever played with him. Mm. He's going to have training sessions. And Robertson created a chance for him. There was one where Trent and Salah um, done that kind of um, link up. And then he tried to play it through to Nunes. Oh, so close. Yeah. But so Nunes close. was also offside. He didn't hold his run. Yeah, he cut out and he was offside as well. So, yeah. But, um, yeah, at least I'm happy that they're aware of, that, they're aware of his runs and that it doesn't look like a problem for us to kind of incorporate him into our system. So... But yeah, I'll, t- I'll tell you what. It, but... What was you gonna say? I'm excited by it. I, I don't yeah. want to pay no mind to all these agendas and stuff like that. It will happen. You know what I'm saying? Fans, this is what they have Twitter for. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They love to do this. You know what I'm saying? We probably do the same as well. So yeah, it's what it is. I can't wait for them to start new season. Oh no, man! I don't think I have time to be chopping yeah. up preseason. I mean, by we'll laugh at it. We won't. Uh, none of us I guess, great, yeah. We just yeah. laugh at it. So I'll, t- I'll tell you what I saw. And I know it's sort of clutching at straws because it was literally one thing, but there was a moment, I can't remember who it was. They was under a little bit of pressure. They knocked it forward. Diaz sort of lays it off, like cushions it behind him and Salah's on the last defender. And you sort of think like, ooh, if we can start getting Salah back in that, in his first season, he scored so many goals where Bobby, admittedly, they, it wouldn't Bobby. have been aerial. But yeah, yeah it'd go into Bobby and he just one touch round the corner and Salah's in. So yeah. Very promising. Okay. And we forgot to discuss one man. Um, someone who's very, very, um, who was very, very sought after. We're all very excited by him. Um, young Carvalho. So obviously he started the game. Yep. Yeah. What did you think of Carvalho in, t- in terms of, I- I've, s- I've seen good reports from people. Uh, I-, I think people said he was quite um, active. Yeah, I was, I was really impressed. Con- considering his age, how long he's been with us, first preseason game, the, the runs that he was making from midfield... Yeah, from the eight position. ...very promising. I, I know we've obviously... The big midfield debate has been raging on, but one thing we'd all like to see, whether it's from our current players or whoever comes in this summer next, is a few more goals. And just watching that 30-minute cameo, I know you can't take good or bad from these sorts of games, but I think individually you can in terms of like sharpness and familiarity and stuff. Um, And yeah, he looks like he's going to score a few goals this season. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Okay, interesting. But do do you think we could end up using him as an eight, or do you feel as if it will probably be on the left hand side? I think he'll start as an eight in some games, come on as a left winger in some games. But I think Klopp likes to give his players a sort of well-rounded education, doesn't he? And I think he'll want to sort of get Carvalho comfortable winning the ball back, bringing other people into play mm. before he, because I assume it would be he's the next false nine. He might not be the nine. Nunes might start most games, but I feel like Carvalho would be that option for us because Diaz, someone else, I think, had a really good cameo. Um, But yeah, I I feel like Carvalho will start from the eight, but that is also based purely off of today. Mm. If he didn't start at the eight today, I'd be 50-50, no idea. But I Mm. think because it was a positive performance and it looked like, okay, he can be in the eight, and get the most shots on goal out of everyone in the team, that's good. Do you know what? To me, yeah, I, was, I, I, I didn't watch the first like, 15 uh, minutes of it, but it looked like a 4 one to me at times. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I'm a bit like... But he just looked like the furthest forward. Yeah. It looked like Henderson and the other guy. Like, I don't know who the other guy is. That one guy, yeah, him. It, like, it looked like them two were like sitting and Cavalio was the most forward. Yeah, of, it's, of, it's, of it's almost like as soon as we got the ball... Carvalho would go from midfield and he'd just shoot straight up in between yeah. the central defenders and sort of give them something to think about, which is nice, positive. So, yeah, obviously, we know that formations can obviously change. So, maybe, obviously, off the ball, went to 4 for 3 on the ball, 4 for 3 one So, I love the same when Keita came on as well. I feel like Keita was yeah. the most feathers forward as well. I mean, obviously, seeing Keita play four, as a 4 3 one against Villarreal and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like Klopp's trying to, tra- obviously, not a harsh transition, but he's trying to transition slowly into a 4 three, one um, so yeah, I feel like Cavalier is obviously the main option for that, and yeah, I think we're going to see a lot more. I think this season. Okay, and Tyler Morton, um, just just quickly, just to touch on t- touch on his performance. Obviously, Klopp yesterday said that he's retraining him as an eight now. Obviously, previously he's been sitting as a six, um, played a few times there for us last season. Um, yeah, what did you make of him sitting alongside Hendo uh, in, in the first half? I, I like it. Um, I understand why he's used as a six, especially with the the younger teams, even though sometimes with the younger teams, he does play as an eight. I have seen it a couple of times. Um, but for, for, the, for the youngsters, because he's tall and he's got good passing, he can sort of just control yeah. the tempo. It makes the game easier for everyone else. But yeah, as an eight, I feel like as much as he isn't that quick and things like that, because he's, he's a very good shooter and he's not going to get that op- many opportunities as a six. And I think as an eight, if if we can sort of figure out a role where he sort of does that, if Thiago is not playing, he does that drop with whoever's in the six. I feel like he could be quite good because he's got the height. If he can learn how to get into the box and things like that, 
could be a very he's, very he's got the ball playing ability as well, man. I'm, I'm genuinely a fan of him. I yeah. I think he's good. I think there's something. Are there. you? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I am a fan. Bro. of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Tyler Morton. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not the biggest fan of him. I don't. Maybe it's because I like more. I, my midfield is more PMP than that, and I feel like. Rise, um, shock horror. <laughs> wow. Hashtag Fahi. Wait, anyway. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I like my midfielders more PMP. I, I don't think he's got enough PMP. So obviously I like my midfielders to kind of not kind of I feel like if you play him, especially if you play him in six, that's 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 kind of um he might be a checkpoint for other midfielders to kind of go past them to kind of like um kind of rush him. So mm. I don't think if if so if so if a midfielder hasn't got a PMP but I want them to be fantastic technically and be mm. like crazy intelligent. So like you see how Jorginho, he's not got the greatest PMP, but he's so, he's so intelligent in terms of knowing where to be, you know what I'm saying, knowing what kind of how to um, be a tempo setter and yeah. you know what I'm saying. So, but yeah, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't see that kind of in, fantastic intelligence with Morton. So I'm a bit kind of skeptical in terms of, has he got a PMP to play on my field? Not too sure. He's a good ball striker, pause. He's got good technique, um, a great pass to the ball, but I don't think it's like unbelievable. You know what I'm saying? Mm. To the point where it's like you have to play in there. So mm. I'm kind of a bit stuck. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, no, I, 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 and it's fair what you're saying. I, th- I think definitely you need to look at his lack of PMP, and I guess his in-game intelligence probably isn't there yet. But that's something that comes with time, right? Yeah, it does. Um, yeah. I, I, I think in general, what I look for in a young midfielder is ball playing ability, number one, pause. Okay. Um, that, that's number one. That's what I always look for. And he, he's just always seemed smart with the ball. He seems to be progressing play. Um, he never seems to kind of shy away from making that pass. And yeah. that's what I want to see from like a young midfielder. Yeah, um, something else as well is, I know it doesn't necessarily translate to seniors, um, but he's one of them guys that when you watch him for under 23s, he's always always you're thinking he's in the conversation for yeah he's the best player on the pitch mm. and I know like that it can go either way that can either mean that you're you are a top class talent and you just need to find your way in senior football or it could just mean that what you are good at is what most other kids your age aren't good at so mm. it's it's difficult to see but when I watch him for the under 23s he's always the best player always he controls the game so. That's good. That's definitely a good thing. Okay. Maybe he gets a loan move as well this summer. I feel like he's going to play a bit. You think? Yeah, I, I feel like because of the five subs, I feel like he's going to get loads of like 10-minute cameos, mm. if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I, think, I think if he doesn't leave the club in the summer for a move, then yeah, you're probably right. I think that will be the case. Um, again, going to be interesting to see. I think he can definitely hack the championship. For sure. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, he's got talent. I, it's not. It's our system, right? It's that kind of like what we kind of need on midfield is so unique and yeah. it's so like it's top of the range. You know what I'm saying? If it was for any other team, now I'd be like, yeah, of course he can get some minutes. You know what I'm saying? He's talented, but to play him out as a single pivot in our mid, in our midfield, like you know what I'm saying? You're literally playing by yourself. Even Fabinho looks sometimes. You know what I'm saying? If it doesn't go right, he might look a little bit lost because it's such a hard role. And even if you're playing as an eight, you've got such work to do to kind of track the fullbacks runs and to kind of, you know what I'm saying, play forward and play, you know what I'm saying, our system. So what we ask from midfielders is so much. So it's not like no um, doubt on him. It's just mm. that we require so much from our midfield. But, from our point of view, yeah. but even, even look at, like, following on from Peter's point, like you even look at guys like Naby or Curtis, 
And you think, like, even they can look a bit lost in our yeah. midfield sometimes. And I get, if they played for nearly any other team in the Prem, they would be good. They would be great players, you know what I mean? In any other, If they were in other divisions, they'd be one of the best midfielders in that division. I swear by that. But our midfield is so, like, demanding physically and mentally that, like, it, it takes a lot more than just being good at football. Um, and that's why I'm so glad we signed Thiago because... You could sign so many players with that sort of skill set and it just doesn't work. But he's got so much more to his game that I, I never sort of knew about and hopefully Morton can sort so, of yeah. become that player. So, yeah, if you see Morton getting game time, what does that mean for Chamberlain? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. I, do, do you know what? Like, I feel like Chamberlain's with us because he hasn't asked to leave and Klopp won't tell him to leave. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's one of those situations. Yeah, it's, it's like you know, like when you're when you're seeing someone, <laughs> you're kind of done with them, but it's like you don't want to say anything to them, and you're just they've been they quite leave. nice. Yeah, 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 because because you've had good times, but you want them to leave. And you're hoping, you're Sorry, hoping they have the integrity <laughs> to kind of walk away. Yeah. So you just stop texting them, you stop meeting them, and just wait. But, but for some reason, the season. You guys are saying that Ox has got no social awareness, then? Bro, he's got no social awareness. <laughs> if that geezer had any social awareness, he would have left the club last season. Um, I don't know what he's doing here. I know in January there were bids made for him. They were around nine mil, so it wasn't enough for us to sell, which is fair enough. We're looking for 10 mil with a year left. I don't think we're going to get that, which surprises me. I think for a 28-year-old Ox, someone who's quite experienced... I think 10 mils a snip. Yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I, I think if a team like West Ham or something stumped up, even someone like Brighton stumped up 10 mil for him, I think they'd be laughing. Because you know what it is? Perfect for Brighton. Yeah. Everyone wants to find that gem. Everyone wants to find the guy from Salzburg. Everyone wants to find the guy from Lille. You know what I'm saying? No one wants to buy a Chamberlain from someone else because they want to find, they want to find the cheap decor. They want to find the camera. You know what I'm saying? So I think they're probably leaving it till last minute. It's, it's odd, man. It's odd. He, he's still got time on, on his side. Uh, I think you, he's still got... He can give you a good three, four seasons. Yeah, yeah. I can you see him it, having, like, a kind of move that, like... You see, like, when Lingard went to West Ham and, like, yeah. just, like, lining up. Chamberlain's that kind of same kind of person. If you give him that confidence and be like, yo, I believe in you, we're going to build this team around you. Yeah. You know I'm saying? All of a sudden, boom, he starts popping up with goals. He's got the confidence. He's got the kind of swagger back. So, yeah, yeah. he's definitely a good player, just not for us. I, I feel like it, it might be a little bit to do with his um wife and having a baby and he's probably thinking like I'm kind of injury prone I don't play enough that I'm sort of on the edge of fitness all the time I get a decent wage I love it here I do get a run of games halfway through the season I'm never going to play for England again so I'll just stay here <laughs> you know you know what it is as well. you know what it is that, that's it's a fair point um the wife and baby chat has pissed me off because I, I know that was used as an excuse by some journos the last couple of weeks. And I just think that's ridiculous. Um, but when it comes to settling for now, getting that salary, that's fine. And also bear in mind, as a free agent, he'll make a nice bit of cash on the side signing for a club. He'll get that signing on fee and everything. So, you know, it, financially, it probably makes more sense for him to just run down his contract. It does mean it's another season of inactivity. Um probably getting three or four minute cameos here and there. I don't think he'll be in the squad every single week. Um, it's a shame it's got to this stage. 
I don't, I don't, I don't want to see him coming up against Lauren Frost. I only got 20 minutes. Bro, bro. <laughs> this geezer. I, I'll never forgive him for what he did against Norwich. I'll <laughs> never forgive him. Then, bro. <laughs> I'll like, never I don't want to have it. I don't want to have him through my mouth. He played against Norwich three times last season. He started every single game, and every single game he was bossed in the middle of the pitch. Every single time. He was awful. God awful. <laughs> it was yep. terrible. And they're the worst team in the league. So if you if you can't deal with Norwich and the DOS is in that midfield, what hope do you have? I can't even think who plays in their midfield. Oh, he lost Atletico Madrid, man. Come on, man. Come on. Bro, yeah. Oh, that, that's the season game, man. Ah, oh, the 2021 game, man. It was amazing. No, it was 1920. The 1920 yeah. season game, man. It was amazing. Ah, oh, those That's done. what is. It is quite sad when you think like that goal against City and you sort of think like, oh, is this right centre mid spot his now? And you, you just know when he leaves, the, the highlight reel is going to be the goal against City, the goal against Southampton, the season we won the title, the goal against Brentford this season, and a couple of runs against Atletico, and, and that'll be it. That, that'll be it. Thank you, Ox, for everything, and and a load of like little clips of him doing the social media videos and stuff. Yeah, him walking into training. Oh my god! <laughs> I think okay, but seriously speaking, I think he needs to kind of grow up in the essence of like, bro, you're not a sentiment. Like, I know your idol is Gerard, and like you think you can be this kind of next Gerard, but you can't. Is his idol Gerard? Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah, he's Adol Gerard. That's why he that is, that's a mazine. That is crazy. <laughs> he's had, that he he idolized Gerard growing up. So, but yeah, you're, you're not going to be that type of player. He, Ox is an attacker. He's purely an attacker. He's not like a, a right winger or like a left winger. He's just an attacker. He's not a midfielder. So he needs to be going forward. So you either maybe play him as a as a 10 or you play him as a right winger or you play him, you know what I'm saying? So the team that kind of buys him, if he hasn't have him as an attacker, maybe he play him a counter attack. He can do a lot of damage on a counter attack in terms of he's got quality. We've seen that he's got a good finish on him. He can smack it. He can drive the ball. So yeah, that's what he can do really well and focus on that and just be part of an attack. But this whole kind of sentiment thing where you're tasked with being responsible, looking after the ball, retaining the ball, tackling, that's not his game. That's never been his game. You know what I'm saying? He's high octane, high energy, driving the ball, and then popping up with a goal here and there. So you're an attacker. You know what I'm saying? It's it's exactly the same as Maitland-Niles. If they'd have both accepted right wing back, because of the years experience they'd have had at wing back, they'd both be considered really good wing backs. And now they're just they're just sort of I like Maitland Niles. I like Maitland Niles another one I'm a fan of. Yeah, it, but I feel like if he stuck to that right wing back role, he'd be so I don't good think Ox is the right wing back. I think he's just an attacker. Like he's just an attacker. Yeah, he fair. can play right wing back, but I think he's probably got a bit more to play. He's an attacker. He's definitely not a sentiment, that's for sure. Oh. I think one of the, another funny performance of Ox was his like one of his last final games for Arsenal, which was against Liverpool, and I think they played him at right back, yeah, and yeah. he just didn't care, man. He just let us run past him time and time yeah. again, and you just knew he'd agree to deal with us. You just knew it because he couldn't give a crap. I think they lost four 0 that game. Um, he he couldn't care less. He he was just there, just letting Mane go past him every so often. He was like, yeah. And then literally a few days later, he signed for us. And it just, it was so obvious. Yeah. So obvious. Um, yeah, let's see what happens with him. I mean, I think, I think the next few weeks will be very interesting. I know Klopp said that um, Julian Ward is still working on some stuff. Now, that could be incomings, but that I'm guessing it's mostly outgoings. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see who leaves, um, on what agreement, how many loan deals we give out, 
how many people leave for a transfer fee. I think the main people we wanted to sell, Taki, we've sold Nico now. Origi. I mean, Origi went on a free. Yeah. Um, who, who else has left? Also, we know that Mane is gone. Of course. Yeah. I try and blank down my memory, man. I, yeah, I forget I'm, sometimes. And it's like, yeah, oh, he's like, going to be playing for us next season. Yeah, I'm, I'm still struggling with that one. Mane, so, Taki, Mane, Taki, Origi, Nico. Obviously, we didn't yeah. want to some of them. But the main, I think Taki and Nico are the ones where, like, you, you have to go. Yeah. And, yeah. and with that, you, you've made 60 mil. Right. You've made 60 mil from and that. And we've still got. Probably Phillips, maybe even if it's just a loan fee, a couple other yeah. people to leave. Yeah, you, you get a loan fee for Phillips, you get a loan fee for Reese Williams, whatever that is. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I guess Tyler Morton as well. Um, and Klopp even said his conference that it's like now he doesn't know, like in terms of perspectivity, it's kind of like it is what it is now, and it's more about people asking to leave. So, whoever mm. he said that he doesn't know if people are going to come in, um, unless someone asks to leave. So, like you said. He's probably just waiting for Ox to maybe kind of hand in a transfer request, waiting for Reese Williams to say I want to go on loan, all these like clerks and maybe to say that he wants to get some game time. So yeah, I mean it's more about the people that want to leave now. We've got rid of yeah. the people that we need to fees for now. It's just like okay, the ones who want game time now, you're free to go. But yeah, I don't know. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Um, obviously, the next game is on Friday against Crystal Palace. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how far Crystal Palace are with their preseason. I'm guessing they're two weeks in as well. So I think they've played a game. I think. Okay, I, I'm expecting yeah, a lot of people this. miss him. A lot of people miss him. I think Saha's not there. A lot of people. I don't know. I just saw. Didn't, I follow a couple of fan accounts, but yeah, I think didn't they, got they get beaten like two one by like Dalit Chamley or something. They got a lot of people missing. I'm, I'm not too sure what Okay, well Zaha's obviously. I, I've heard that Zaha's looking at a move to Roma. Oh, um, which is interesting. Um, Jose so managing good. Zaha. Zaha and Abraham yeah. will be and very maybe. very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very, very interesting. Actually, actually, what happens with that one. Don't forget Zanolo as well. Zanil- Zanil- yeah, Zanil- yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, he's. I'll just read today. It's like ninety percent him to Juventus done. Ooh. Oh, well then that yeah, it makes sense. Okay. So that Juventus getting Di Maria, Zaniolo, Vlahovic up front now. Pogba in behind. Back. They yeah. might be back in them court. Yo, Serie A's looking nice again, man. It is. it is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think over the next couple of years, they're going to start making some good signings. You know what's weird with Serie A? They're really struggling financially. Like, they're crippled with debt, but the they're riding it out. teams have kind of got themselves back up where they need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, th- I think they've ridden it out quite well, considering yeah. that how bad some of the, the match-fixing stuff was and is. They do well to keep it under wraps, but there's a lot of investigations still on the go. Bloody small clubs just help them. It was like, okay, you might have struggling. Take our best player. Take yeah. our best player. Well, that's the thing. Take the a 20 million. First, yeah. <laughs> this, you know what I'm saying? The league, oh, they help each other in that league. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, yeah. I mean, Arsenal interested in Bajovic, but, you know, Juventus, I'll do you a deal for a bit cheaper. You know what I'm saying? But you know, you know what it is as well? You know what it is as well? It's actually in the small club's interest in the long run for the bigger clubs to do really well because ultimately without without AC Milan doing as well as they're doing again, they yeah. won't be in the Champions League. That okay. those eyes won't be in Serie A teams. True. AC Milan won't progress as a club again. Do you get what I mean? So yeah, sometimes yeah, yeah. for the great so this is why La Liga kind of works like that, where for the greater good, there's kind of like an agreement that 
you know, if Atletico, Real Madrid or Barca come in for my players, we, we'll negotiate a bit, but we kind of let them go because ultimately we want them to succeed and we want them to do well so more eyes come on our Lovely. product. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a really weird one. Um, if, if, like you said, if the bigger teams have money, eventually it will trickle down to the smaller teams like yeah. it has in the league. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Before the Premier League, it was only the top teams that had money, but now you have bloody all these small teams buying, you know what I'm saying, like record fee signings because the money trickled down eventually. Mm. You're buying Grealish, you're buying bloody Phillips for like mad money, whatever, so yeah. Boy, I, the Phillips one is interesting because West Ham have confirmed they offered more. Uh, David Moy said he, uh, he they, the club offered more for Phillips than Man City. They, they, they wanted Phillips, wow. Yeah, so I, I, I think that's a very interesting one. Um, don't want to talk about fiddling the books or anything, but there's something that's gone on there because Moyes has come out publicly and he said that we definitely offered more for Calvin Phillips. And obviously Phillips would want to join City as well. That's absolutely fine, but there, there's something not right with that deal, man. Hashtag fire the ITK. Yo, there's yo indie fire, man. Indie fire. Nothing not right with that deal. That's all I'm gonna say. We'll come out one day. We'll come out one day. Do you know what um, I find funny as well with City's transfers this season is all of their outgoing incomings are like sort of half undisclosed. So it's like a fee. Not really sure what the add-ons are, but all yeah. of their outgoings they've disclosed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Just you know what so they can say, oh, look, this is how much money we rated yeah. in net spend. And it's like, yeah. you're so cheeky. Like everything yeah. they do is so like smoke and mirrors. It's because they know, they know that the investigation coming up against them is going to be serious. And they know that the Premier League have been working on this for like three seasons mm-hmm. and it's coming to a conclusion. So that conclusion, we know what's going to happen. They're going to say that there's been some dodgy play somewhere. And but City's it's a really slap on the wrist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they want to balance the books and be like, look, we're, we're sorting ourselves out. Look at the season. We sold Sterling, we sold Jesus. Yeah, exactly. that's what they're doing. It's, it's so obvious. So, yeah. so obvious. Um, and I'm sure that will come about by the latter half of this year. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of see what happens. But I don't really expect much other than a fine. Um, I think that's it, guys. We did like an hour pod. There's not really much more to discuss until next week. No, yeah, I think, I think, I think that's about it. It's just more, I think it's, it's more about outgoings. Let's see who kind of goes. Hopefully we get a couple more fees and maybe we can get one or two players in. But yeah, it's just, it's looking like, like, what's called it? It's, it's the long game. Like, it's like someone like Ellis said or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the long game, apparently. I, I don't even know what that means, but hey, the long game. <laughs> Ellis is expert with the long. Yeah, honestly, his his head was definitely on Mars today. That's for sure. Um, no matter what he says, he definitely. Ellis, you know where to find me, Ellis. You know no, big... where to find me. You know, what I'm, I'm here. I'm here every week. So you know what I'm saying. Hey. I thought I thought you were right, Ellis. Don't worry. Just calm. <laughs> top red back in another top red. Shock <laughs> horror. horror. Well, Yak and Peter, thank you so much for joining me. Um, I'm sure the Dossers in the in the cast won't be joining us next week, so it's probably going to be us again, to be honest. Oh, so, I think yeah. um, Glam, Glam's back next week. Isn't Glam is back next yeah, week, yeah, yes. Yeah. Glam is back next week. So, yeah, so that's fine. Glam is back. So, yeah, we'll, we'll see who else joins us, but I don't really expect Chris, Ellis, Mush, or any of those bozos to join us. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I'll probably speak to you guys next week for another recording of Cop and Fracker. Uh, listeners, thank you for listening. Um, until next week, take care. Peace. Sweet.
Social Podcast Network.